ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What is up? Welcome to another week of Above Ground Podcast. That's right, Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. What's up, Timothy? What's up, Will? How are we doing this week, my brother? Okay, okay, a little, uh, I'm kind of baseline, but I'm good. Baseline? Mm. Well, baseline's okay, right? Yeah. Baseline's neutral, man. Right. Not mm. hot, not cold. Right. Not tall, not short. Just, yeah. just neutral. <laughs> just neutral. Stick it in neutral and glide. That's right. Flow like water. That's right. Welcome back, everybody. If you're turning in, tuning in for the first time, we would like to say thank you. Yes, thank you. And if you're a repeat offender, welcome back. Yep. And if you're going to leave a review and you're on the run, don't leave your real name. Yes. Don't do that. That would be, uh, that would create fear in some people. That's right. What? Bing, 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 bing. We have a buzzword. Buzzword. Fear. Anytime anybody says fear for the next hour, we all go, ah! ah! That's so right. We, we're going to talk about. What? Fear. Ah! Ah! And actually. What is your, uh, what is your thing of fear? What do you, what do you, what is the, uh. Your 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 acronym thingy. My acronym for fear is fraudulent, emotional, antiquated reaction. Now, I will say this: it may be a little bit off compared to what the definition of fear is. That's okay. I but, like it. You know, what's the definition say? Well, the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Uh, as far as fear being a noun, uh, is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. Uh, the second one is anxious concern. Um, and I, I, I will say that that's you know, it's fear is a is a is an emotion that we all experience. Mm-hmm. In all facets of life, unfortunately, fear—when you're a kid—is a lot different than fear when you're an adult. Sure, just sure. like everything else is. Yeah, but yeah, I fear. I've been feeling very fearful. You? Yeah. Anything in particular, or just ah, uh, uh, just everything. Everything causes me fear. Now, would you say uh, for you is would fear be a reason for you maybe like not say going to talk to a prescriber and get meds? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that'd be part of the fear. The fear that I'm feeling is is probably all self. I'm sure. Self. Uh, electrified but um i'm fearful of like just i'm fearful of the future yeah i'm fearful of like going through the day-to-day 
every day the way I've been feeling. Just like, because it just sucks. You got to go over those skills that we talk about, my friend. You're right, I do. I got to start practicing what I preach. That's right. Because the skills that we talk about are meant to... Because Chuck Billy would come and kick my ass. Right. Are meant to reduce your suffering. Not eliminate it. And if it does eliminate it, great. But they're meant to reduce suffering. And that's what we're here to do. Reduce your suffering and reduce stigma. And um, hopefully up your um, education, maybe? Yeah. Inspiration. Education, inspiration, perspiration, if, you know, if you're really feeling hot and bothered. Fascination. Infatuation. Yeah. Whoa, Rod. Yeah, Rod. That's right. <laughs> We're going all classic rock on the, the last few episodes here. So I, I think people, uh, do you think people fear feelings? Yes. Yes. Yeah? I think we do. I think we do fear feelings. I think we fear feelings... I think we fear everything nowadays. And, you know, just because you feel, say, uh, fear or feel sad, it doesn't make it necessarily true. True. But that's why in my acronym, the antiquated part comes. Because a lot of times fear, like fear has its place. For sure. Oh, fear absolutely. can keep you safe. Fear can, you know, fear is one of those thing, emotions that can save you for sure. But it can also do, it can also wreak havoc on you. Correct. Because fear is a survival mechanism does, exactly. you know, and then other people use fear as a, but, as a control tool also, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right, and I think that if if you're already like uh, on the fence as far as you know maybe mental health goes, or even um, your 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 tolerance is low, or maybe your um, education on this stuff, or even life stuff isn't you know up to par. I think all that can come into play, you know? Well, that'll cause fear. Holes yeah. in your game will definitely cause fear. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know them, that they're, you know what I mean? If you don't know that they're holes. I think know? instinctively you would know that they were holes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Now, granted, can you fill in all the holes? No, maybe right. not. But you can. you can try to at least mitigate the leakage from all those holes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I heard, uh, I don't know if I read it or I heard it or I'm not sure, but I wrote it down. I thought it was, um, it really struck me. It, was, it said that worrying is just avoiding something in other clothes. <laughs> I you like that. I mean? That's pretty good. So w- worrying is basically just avoiding is fear avoiding? I don't know. Do that's, you think that's an avoidance could be. tool? I think it could be, yeah. Because I you mean, if say, it, I'm if, afraid to do something, so you don't do it. Right. And then you, if you've done that long, you know, throughout your life, if you made those kind of um, roles 
in your in your head, though you made those kind of loops, you're just gonna pretty much fall back on that every time, anyways. True. Well, right, because that's how you've learned. And... Right. So unless you go to that uncomfortable spot and and um, I guess take take a risk, take a chance. You know, because yeah. the, here's the problem: the most uh, most people that you know, if you're if you're getting the info information on the risk, it's from the person who is doing the worrying. So you're gonna get. Um, well, you get a false positive. There you go. You get a false positive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Misinform misinformed. Yeah. I guess you could say, but yeah, false yeah, positive. It's, well, yes. it's definitely misinformation. But it's it, it, but it not from. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is. It is because you can't. You know, you, you can't accept other people's view of something. Hmm. Because all the time as fact, right? Because perception, perception may be a reality to the person who's perceiving that thought. However, that doesn't mean just because they're perceiving it doesn't mean that it's it's fact. Right. It's just how they're perceiving it. Correct. So there's a thing that I um, have here. Um. All right, let's see. Fear, the feeling when you encounter or think about a thing or person that can harm you. You have you have the urge to avoid or get away from the threat. You know, so maybe that's a key factor too is this this threat whatever this threat is. You know, whatever threat you made up in your head. You know, or whatever threat someone told you it was a threat, you know, then it's in your head when it could not be a threat, but someone told you to believe it. And, you know, some people drink that, take that pill, man, and they drink it up and they're like, oh, yeah, this poison tastes good. I'm going to believe what you're telling me. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Fear is the primary emotion evoked by concrete threats in people's environment. Like a fast-paced approaching car, a spider crawling on your arm, or the possibility of being robbed can all invoke, evoke, I'm sorry, can mm -hmm. all evoke fear. Hmm. Yeah, it, says, it says, fear is characterized by its orientation to the future. The emotion is always about things that have not happened yet but might. Hmm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, okay. So if fear is is a futuristic thing, it pertains. To, yeah, I mean, it, it. It. I'm trying to think of things now, but I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, it, it's your emotion is always about the things that have not happened yet and could never happen. But you know, you're kind of going through that that. Uh, maybe survival mode or something, and you're like, "Geez, you know, if I if I get close to this uh, appliance, I might get shocked." You know. Hmm. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to like. And in a sense, fear is elicited by the possibility of getting into a situation that evokes any of the other emotions. 
in the typology. Fear of embarrassment, fear of loneliness, fear of disgust. People experiencing fear will be strongly occupied by the source of the threat and the ways to escape or avoid it. Hmm. I'm really good at avoiding things. Yes, you are. And, you know, they always say, uh, not they always say, but I... Um, Who is this they you I, I don't know. keep speaking of? Um, <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm trying to remember where I... I have this quote in my head, but I think it was from a horror movie. But uh, it always stuck with me. It's, the anticipation of death is worse than death itself. Well, they say that the biggest existential fear that we all have is the fear of dying. Hmm. And the funny thing is, is that I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of... Not living. Of not living. And I'm afraid of... What the world would be like without me in it, yet I don't see me in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like, I just... It's yeah, strange. No, I, I get it. I, I think fear and... I don't know. I guess now that I'm more... I'm thinking about it more, uh, you know, fear and anxiety are like... They're like best friends. Like, well, they are. They're, you know, tiptoeing through the park together, like, you yeah. know, skipping and... Yeah, they they are definitely the uh, the dynamic duo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they both play off of one another very well, and they both look really good in tights. They do. I, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> so let's... Um, I'm going to read this little piece here. Um, when the fear system is working properly, meaning that it is not set off too easily or too slowly, it f its functional value is obvious. It prevents us from getting into dangerous situations, or if we are already in them, it helps us get out of them. So there you go. Now, is that legitimate, dangerous situations? Well, uh, it says, however, I... people with phobias, example, um, I don't even know how to pronounce this, um, electorophobia is a fear of chickens. Oh, yeah. I, how I, about I... this? I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it again. Geely or geliophobia? 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 Fear of laughter. Wow, that would suck. Yeah, I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid that of that be, I'd fear. I'd be afraid of that fear, exactly. <laughs> wow. Huh. So anyways, but it says people with phobias have a, a dysfunctional amount of fear for certain stimuli that are normally seen as unthreatening. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Very interesting. Thanks, Google. Yeah. <laughs> Fear. Yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, I like your thing on it, you know. Fraudulent. Well, is it, I do. Uh, I like oftentimes, it. I, I wonder if I'm short-sighted though with the fraudulent part, because no. it, is it because it's not always fraudulent. It's not, but you can call it fraudulent. It's not but always it's, fraudulent. It's not always fraudulent, but like I can say, Will's a, a a good guy. You're not always a good guy, but you're a good guy. True. 
you know? I'm not always a good-looking guy, but I'm a good-looking guy. <laughs> well, I, I, let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's not get crazy. Don't go too far. No, but I, I think I like it. I like that. I'm, I'm sticking. I'm sticking to it. I like it. You're sticking to that. Yeah, I am sticking to it. All right. Trying to find something. So, like, when do you find yourself fearful? When? Yeah, like, when's your, like, like, do you have, like, any specific times when you, like... Usually if I'm, I would say, when I'm ruminating, you know, or if um, I get, if I get sidetracked, not staying in the moment, you know what I mean, kind of thing. But if I get, like, say if I'm, say if I have some time, free time, and I, I need to sit down and maybe, you know, sketch out an episode or, or you know, um, you know, make, pay some bills or whatever it is. And then if I don't get to it that second and if I sit there with some free time and my head starts, you know, your thoughts start coming in, it can, you can get overwhelmed. So I think that it's, it's, it's that... Um, that spiral I guess do you think we can confuse overwhelm with fear or do you think that they're synonymous I think you can be fearful of being overwhelmed I don't think they're the same no 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 because when I'm overwhelmed I'm not fearful at all I'm more irritable I'm more um, agitated all the same I guess yeah for me, yeah, when I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, overwhelmed, I just get, I need to get, I need to, I need to get away. Maybe, I don't know, I guess maybe you fear a little bit because if you really get stuck in it, you can start to fear. You know what I mean? It can, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe there's fear in, in, in everything, whether it's, it's, it's a, positive thing or it's a negative thing and when i when when, I'm, when we're talking about fear i'm talking about i'm not talking about being scared like a like like i love horror movies so i've been like i've been watching you know so you're not, not talking about that what you're talking about i'm like, talking about like fear like like that existential fear that emotional fear I think I'm try. I think I'm trying so hard to, to fight that and to fight my anxiety and and combat all these things that I um I I think I overshoot a little bit. So, um, you know, sometimes like certain threats can creep up on me. Okay. You know, just because I'm trying to um trying to just um i don't want to say focus more but like just pay attention to what's in front of me and not you know try not to worry you know try not to worry about the other outside influences and hurdles and all that other stuff you know don't get me wrong i get caught up in it a lot but um like i said i think i i overshoot so far that um you know sometimes i may it may creep up if that yeah. makes any sense. I think I've just been, I've been just like stuck on this, like the rumination of 
Like I like the hardest part of of how my brain has been working is is that I like my I am I just can't make a decision. I can't make a decision about anything. Well, I and I don't feel that like I'm and I'm not it's weird. That's why I think there might be something else, maybe like an underlying thing, you know, that it may not be just you going, geez, I'm just overwhelmed. I can't focus on anything. It may be like there's something going on that you can't focus. You know what I mean? They're, right. They're, you know what I mean? That you might need to look into and then at least decrease that part of it. And then when you decrease that part of it, the other stuff can kind of follow, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it, it does. It does for sure. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, is it like kind of the same question for you? Is it like, what kind of fear is it? Like mostly like the future and just my fear more you is think. my fear is that I'm afraid that I'm going to just I, I I'm afraid that I'm gonna I'm afraid that I'm gonna do the wrong thing. I'm afraid I'm gonna make a decision that changes everything that is the wrong decision because i i'm unfortunately my fear of of moving into the future is all been because of my past and it's it's hard to separate like those experiences right. that you've had i know exactly what you're saying from, so you're from fearful of of being like and it's it's got me just grinded to a halt almost because I think I know what you're saying like say if if you were in a uh, say if you were in a situation I guess um, and if basically if you were if you did something say ten years ago okay and you drank maybe you, you I'm just gonna say you drank you got a cup of coffee from this place and it was so super hot and you were just like, I'm just, I just need to have a sip and you burnt your mouth and it was almost like a, a mini traumatic event. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now in the future, you're going to be like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away from either that place or that, or just coffee in general. Right. You know yes. I mean? So you, again, you just stay in that loop of things and go, your brain associates when you see that it associates that with, with, with pain or something. So you, you know? Right, so you get fearful. Right, and I think that that's like it, it's a treadmill that is just like just picking up speed. Like, at, at, do you know? Do at, you know for that a treadmill? While it was like you two, know that? two, and now it's like up to like six. But you know that treadmill you're on. The only person that can stop that treadmill, yeah, is me jumping is you. off. You don't, you don't have to jump off. You can just turn it down. And you go, oh, okay, it's a little bit easier, more easier to handle. I can, you know, I can cope with this, this speed. And then I wonder if there's some comfort in this. For you? Because it's so, just so because you're ingrained it, in it. Right. You that could I mean? be your so, comfort as a child. Maybe there was some trauma or something going on as a child. And, and, and you, you know, I, I see it a lot with, um, as far as relationships go. You know, people want it. if there's no kind of drama going on, they either a create it or b just kind of end the relationship because there's you know what I mean. It's like it's right. so the, unhealthy the, because that stimulus is it's almost, un, it's, it's an unhealthy stimulus. It's but their it's normal, just, but it's normal. It's for, their it's right. Your normal. It's a new like normal. that's how you know what I mean. Right. 
you felt comfort in it possibly growing up, you know, always staying busy or doing this, whatever, then you wouldn't see the, the you know, the flames from the other room. True. That's you know? true. Like when a distraction. I, yeah. Well, that definitely a distraction. Yeah. I mean, I think that might be something to look at, you know, just to, to pinpoint some stuff and, and, and I don't know. Look, I guess you can't really figure it out if you don't know what it is, you know? Well, or you can't make you don't it, start on moving the rocks and... Yeah, I mean, you can't... Yeah. I mean, you can't get to the uh, gig if you don't know where the club is. That's true. And, of course, if you don't pack up all your gear and change your strings and load it into the car, you're not going to the gig anyway. There you go. Yeah. And what this is what I was trying to... I wrote this down. Um, of course, this is from uh, uh, one of our favorites... Um, Mr. Watts? No, Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Ah, Dr. Joe Dispenza, yes. Yes. Um, talking about um, emotions from experiences and the problems and the conditions that reaffirm your thoughts and limitations. You know, because again, kind of what I was saying earlier, if you, um, let's say, let's see, the same chemistry, same firing and wiring, so eventually the body can't distinguish between the experience that creates the emotion and then the emotion that you create by your thought. Huh. What was that in? Do you remember? I, I may have been, uh, Is it becoming superhuman. No, it may have been like a, just a, a like a video of him talking. Okay. And I wrote it down cause I was like, yeah, mind blown. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, the same chemistry. Like I said, again, you're, you're re, re, re looping it again and again and that's again. That's true. Because you're not years. changing your. That's, and that, no, and, it's the same chemistry, yeah. same firing and wiring. So well, eventually. That yeah. just happened with me because I'm thinking to my, I'm like, okay, well, maybe. Okay, maybe you do have to rewire. and Yeah, because the body can't distinguish the, the experience that creates that emotion and then the emotion. That you yourself create by your thoughts. So the emotions obviously influence the thoughts. The thoughts create the emotions, blah, 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 blah. You know, and then you're on that unconscious cycle, you know, and then throw some fear in there and you got yourself a yeah, tea party. Yourself a hell of a cocktail right there. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's a downer cocktail if I've ever heard of one. So I also wrote this down. This is interesting because this is very interesting because you were just, we were just, this, this goes with what we're talking about. So as I was saying with the whole, the firing and wiring, it's like almost like those, those trails were already set and you're kind of just got it on cruise control and it's going on its own. Sure. You know? So once you start fighting it and trying new things, then it's going to start well, eventually it'll start firing and wiring and creating new ones. But in the beginning, you're, it says, you're, well, I wrote down what he said. Your body won't like the change. So your brain sends um, a message that, you know, kind of uh, disrupts your thoughts and creates procrastination. Yeah, that resistance again. Yeah. Wow. Resistance. Yeah. Hmm. Infinite potential outcomes. And for some reason, we always pick the worst outcome. In return, 
what does that do? It conditions the body in a state of fear. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's good, right? I'm kind of impressed. Baby! <laughs> I'm kind of impressing myself right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that was good. That was good. Dr. Like Joe that. Dispenza. Check him out. Yeah. I like it. Well, I, f- I fear that um, we might be out of uh, root beer. I think the root beer is going empty. I fear. It's gone it flat. And the sausage is no more. Well, I say we go and uh, replenish our uh, boxes of root beer and sausage. What do you say? I say that too. All right, so... If you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to like it. Feel free to share it. If you want to feel, if you're feeling extra frisky, go ahead and leave a review. We like reviews. Yeah. So um, I think that's it on on, on what we're going to um, throw at you today about fear. I'm afraid that's all. I'm afraid that's all we have for today. That's good. I feel like um, Mr. Rogers. That's right. I'm afraid that's all we have for you today, boys and girls on fear. So until next week, be well, be safe, and be above. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for listening to another episode of Above Ground Podcast above ground podcast because you can't serve below it was our part two of fear uh, just when you thought you couldn't get enough of fear I don't know whatever (laughs) so uh, I had a wonderful weekend uh, this past weekend just wanted to say thank you to everyone at the NAMI education conference for 2019 Um, I was there this weekend. I delivered my very first keynote. Uh, I met a lot of cool people that I'm going to be talking about over the upcoming weeks. And I wanted to give a big shout-out to Matthew Shapiro and everyone over there um, for making me feel like a part of their family. Tim and I were there on Saturday. Uh, Tim and I got to meet a lot of people. Uh, I got to meet Frank Shamrock on Friday and... I got to meet uh, Sugar Ray and hang out, and uh, I got to see some amazing perform uh, some amazing performances and presentations, and I got to be a part of a very special day. Um, so coming up, we got uh, Survivor Day, International Survivor uh, Loss of uh, Suicide Loss Survivor Day uh, coming up on November twenty third. Um, AFSP has things going on all over the capital region um next week i'll start getting into where those are and and what times and everything but uh, that's going on on november 23rd and uh the wednesday before that is november 20th and that is going to be episode number 25 when that drops that week and that day is also our peer supporting mental health wellness group that meets at the clifton park half moon library here in clifton park new york um, on that Wednesday, and we're going to do a little pizza, do a little celebrating. A little birdie told me it might be somebody's birthday. 
that's not mine. That co-hosts the show. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but we'll find out. All right, so if we are, we're going to do a little birthday party for Timmy that night at the group. So anybody that listens to the podcast, uh, it would be listed at the library under the podcast name for that week, uh, for that month, for that uh, group. But uh, thank you so much for listening again. Uh, We appreciate it so much. Uh, Keep listening, keep sharing, keep talking. Just keep talking to each other, man. This is what it's all about, community. All right, so be well, be safe, be above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at one 273 8255 That's one 273 8255 Be well, be safe, be above. <laughs>